Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to I Am, the show where we choose to become who we want to be. I'm your host, Chelsea Langard, and today I will be talking about the power of social media. Today is a beautiful day to dive into another important topic, which for us means discussing the reality of social media. In this episode, I will be diving into the depth of both the beauty and the challenges of social media, as well as how to find our place within it. As we all know, social media holds a tremendous amount of power. No matter how good or how bad we're talking about, it holds power. And I looked it up as I was diving into this episode and I found that around 4.48 billion people use social media worldwide. So we're talking about a lot of power here. This platform that has become increasingly popular over the years is used by many people for a variety of different purposes as well and a few of these purposes to include are to connect with others to follow along connect with friends and family meet new people connect with others with similarities and similar interests Also, people use social media to receive news. It is very common for us to turn to social media, especially nowadays, versus other forms of communication methods, such as the newspaper or the radio. But we receive our news through the news app on our phone, things we see on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and a variety of different other methods through social media. We also use social media to share information. No matter what type of information we're talking about, people like to speak and they use social media as that platform, as a means of being able to communicate. No matter how personal or broad the topic may be, information is shared regardless on social media. And the last thing, social media is often used simply just for entertainment. People like to take a break, look at their phone, be entertained, see a funny video. There are countless opportunities for entertainment on social media. And within all of these purposes lies a large combination of both good and bad attributes to social media that I want to touch on. So I'm going to talk about both the pros and the cons per se of social media more so focusing and diving into the negatives and the positives of social media and I'm also going to be talking about a few tips towards the end of the episode to be able to utilize what we're talking about moving forward with our social media use. So I'm going to start with the cons or more so the negatives or downsides of social media and I think that we can all probably identify that social media has been a challenge at least at one point in time for us. Social media is made up of a variety of platforms that show us all different types of people from 
all walks of life along with various types of news and anything you can imagine that can be found on social media some of which we don't even really have control over what we view because of the built-in algorithms of technology so some information or people or entertainment that pops up and is not something that we want to see Sometimes you don't have control over it. Social media has a mind of its own and has a very smart technology behind it that is not always in our favor. We hear all types of news and information that may not be beneficial for us. Yes, the information is out there and is present and available to us if we want it, but just because it's there does not mean that it could be helpful for us personally in our lives. Some things we choose to avoid to associate ourselves with or be aware of and informed of, whether it be one specific topic or a word that can trigger us, anything of the matter, even a person, a past relationship, past friendship that causes negative emotions in our life. These things happen on social media, not always causing the most benefit that it could in our lives. So we are being consumed with a variety of information that can unquestionably cause some potential negativity in our life, such as insecurity. It can cause us to compare, to see people that we may want something from or see someone who has that outfit, has that lifestyle, is able to travel, has that job, that relationship, anything of the matter that we may find ourselves feeling insecure about and comparing to very common within the realm of social media. It causes us to develop these thoughts or beliefs about other groups of people and ourselves. I also am guilty of comparing myself. It is so difficult not to. We open up our phones and we have an unlimited supply of whatever we want. We have literally the world in our hands. We can find whoever we want to. We can look up whatever we want to. We can research new information. Just absolutely everything. The world is at our fingertips within social media, so it's so easy to compare. I see people doing the things that I want to do or looking the ways that I may not feel confident about myself, and it is challenging. I've also had countless negative experiences from social media, just people saying rude things. People really use social media as an outlet for what they have going on. Please know if you receive any sort of bullying or negativity, a lot of people hide behind social media. It's not you, it's something that someone else is going through that they let out on someone else. And so the point is that, plain and simple, social media can be toxic. It can feed us with negativity that causes negative emotions that affect our days and our moods and our minds and so on and so forth. And before we go on to the pros, I think that this is very important to recognize as it can provide a lot of clarity and reflection and guidance in our lives. Identifying if social media is negative for us at times can help us to take the steps to ask ourselves, 
what platforms, what people, what topics are causing harm in my life right now or breaking me more than building me up. Whatever steps or boundaries we need to take that will cause more peace in our lives and eliminate this negativity that social media may bring to us, it's greatly beneficial and it all starts with awareness and taking that first step of initiating this change. Now, onto the pros. While social media does definitely, unquestionably, just as we're looking at it, have its flaws, it could be a very beneficial platform as well. And I'm not trying to bash on it or just show the downside because I use social media to promote this. I use social media throughout my everyday life. It's just common. We all use social media. It's really hard not to, honestly. But when used correctly and in a healthy manner, social media does hold a lot of positive power. It can be very beneficial if we learn to use it in a correct way. I think we're often taught to use it in a very toxic manner. However, if we almost train ourselves, then we are able to actually benefit a lot from such a large and evolving platform. Because at the end of the day, social media does have the power to unite edify and educate others and communities it can bring together people it can educate those who are unaware of different things it can relay different information it can spark positive change in people it does hold a lot of power in good ways so while i've experienced negative factors and things within social media I also have been able to turn to social media to receive different benefits and in a positive light to share my story. I first shared about my eyes my junior year of high school and I received a lot of positivity from it. I was terrified. I was horrified. I was very nervous to share but i was backed up with nice support i had a really good community and i really just felt confident in myself and my decision to share and while it took me three four years to open up about my genetic condition i also received a lot of positivity from that as well i've received countless opportunities of education. I've been able to share my experiences and my story with others who had no idea about visual impairments. If someone doesn't experience something themselves, they can be completely unaware of it. Even if they know it exists, they don't understand what it entails. And while they don't need to or are not required to, it still is beneficial for both the other person to understand, but also for yourself as well. It minimizes potential negative experiences, stares, misunderstanding. I've also been able to receive education. I've met countless amount of people with visual impairments on an entire spectrum. People with little to no eyesight to people with minor vision loss in one of their eyes. I've received 
so many stories that I had not been aware of myself. So many eye conditions, so many genetic conditions. I've also been able to connect with people who may not have a medical challenge, but can relate in a social aspect. I think that's also very powerful as well. I don't share my story believing that everybody listening has a disability or has a condition or a visual impairment. The things that one person can learn about from their experiences can help someone else understand the world better. And through this, I've been able to meet countless, I cannot even count off the top of my head, so many people with similar medical experiences, so many people in the visual impaired community, so many people in the disabled community, so many people with my specific genetic condition. There's a Facebook group where everybody with OFCD, whether it's the person who has it themselves, a family member, a parent of someone who has it, we all have a platform and a place to connect where we all have something that is so rare and we would not be able to experience it had it not been for the power of social media. It has the power to provide this education and to connect people. Now, before we close out, I want to end with some tips on how to go about our social media usage. We've talked a lot about both the pros and the cons of social media, and so I don't want to leave you hanging. I want to leave some lessons that I've learned throughout my years and my experiences, as well as just practical practices to be able to implement this awareness that we may now have gained going forward with social media. Number one is notice the negativity. I think that noticing and becoming aware of anything is always the first step to change. So noticing these negative patterns within our social media usage can help prevent negativity in our lives. If we address one area of negativity, then we're able to address other potential areas as well. If we are aware that a certain account on Instagram leaves us feeling more negative or hits a sad spot in us or makes us start to overthink, then we can see that it affects the next thing that we do in our day. So if we choose to take the steps and notice that negativity and do something about it, then we are able to change that pattern and be able to avoid possible negativity and negative patterns in our lives. Number two, set boundaries. Whatever that looks like, it can look like setting time limits on apps. I know most apps have the possibility to add limits. It does indicate that you have maxed out your time and that could be a start of a new boundary. If you have a busy schedule and you want to max out at 5 p.m., I'm going to stop using social media or when I wake up, I'm not going to use it. Set that boundary. Set that time slot aside. Taking breaks from platforms can also be very beneficial. Again, I know it's hard and social media is honestly addictive at times, but taking breaks is good and it's healthy for us. If we want to set aside a time, whether it's one or two days to a week or a month, or however long you feel inclined to take a break from it, you'd be able to see a lot of positive change. When I was in high school, I didn't consciously take a break, 
but I decided to and I was just in the moment in life and I had a really good community around me and I was really enjoying every moment that I could and I knew and felt that social media was not beneficial for me. So I took a break from it for a few months and I would periodically check back in and find that it wasn't for me, that I wasn't enjoying it. And that was a really good idea for me. It was a really healthy boundary. Setting boundaries is healthy and should be taken periodically if we are finding social media to be toxic for us. The third is replace the distraction. I know for me, I often run towards social media as a means of distracting myself from situations. It's really easy to run towards something the minute life gets hard or a situation gets hard or we feel uncomfortable. It's so easy to turn to something that's honestly soothing. It is developed to be soothing and distracting and addictive for our minds. We may be dealing with a stressful situation at work or with a friend or whatever the case may be and our instinct is to run to TikTok or Instagram to take our minds away from our problem. But if those platforms, if TikTok and Instagram are also causing us problems and causing more harm than good, then why don't we start to turn our attention toward something more positive? Why don't we start to turn to positive distractions? Something that will provide us more benefit than potential destruction. If we decide that a positive and healthy distraction that will enable us to receive the break or the clarity that we need, then we can replace running to social media with whatever that may be. And distractions are good at times. It's not a bad thing to distract yourself. If we are really emotional about a situation or really impacted by something, we have the ability to distract ourselves and if we're still affected by it later on then it allows us to see how impacted we really are from that situation once we're done distracting ourselves so distraction can be good we can start to implement positive distractions in our lives through reading a book taking a walk listening to music eating some good food journaling if we experience those things that bring us joy, then we can notice that we end that period of distraction feeling so much better than we may feel when we turn to TikTok or Instagram. Now, my last tip is to give yourself grace. It's so, so easy to get down and be hard on ourselves for not making progress in certain areas despite the recognition and awareness that we give it. So no matter your progress, I really encourage you to try and give yourself some grace because if we choose to side with ourselves throughout our progress, we're only just rooting for ourselves and setting ourselves up for success. We need to take our side in these situations and give us the recognition that we deserve to even set the time aside to think about these things. Many people... They feel it, but they don't set the time aside to think about it and to dive into it, see how we feel about how we're feeling. See if we will take the action based off of how we're feeling.
So if you felt that this episode spoke to you in any way or could potentially help others you know, I encourage you to share it with a friend or two so that this platform can continue to grow and help as many people as possible. And if you feel led to, I would also encourage you to show some love for this podcast by leaving a review and or subscribing to I Am, where you can follow along for upcoming episodes. Also, make sure to follow my new podcast's Instagram at I Am Chels. Before we go, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and choosing to listen to I Am Podcast. I encourage you to stay tuned for the next episode where I will be bringing a guest on to talk about identity. Remember to have a beautiful week and to choose love because at the end of the day, we are becoming who we choose to be. Stay kind.